Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. Pete Callender here. Thanks a lot for hanging out, letting me be a part of your day. I do appreciate it. And uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, treating Jason Lewis as if you need me to, to, to thank you for treating Jason so well. You're, you're good people. You're good people, and uh, and he's good people, and so, uh, of course, everybody got along. So uh, thanks again to Jason Lewis for filling in last week uh, for me uh, while I was on vacation. I am now back, uh, and I think, I don't even know, I don't, I don't know if I've got any other vacation days that I've even put in for for the rest of the year. So I get, like, people complain, Pete, you shouldn't take any vacation days. And then they begrudgingly say, okay, maybe one or two. Uh, like just to go to like your physical or something like that. But really, uh, no, I'm back now and uh, we'll be here for the for a while. So um, I don't know what a nay a knee neo neo yo burning millennial. What's an what's n e dash y o? What is that? So singer rapper. Yeah. Yeah, it's a- what's his? How do you pronounce his name? Neo. Yeah, it's Neo. Neo. He's a singer rapper. Yes. Knee dash yo. Yep. Neo. Neo. Yep. Okay. You got it. See that? That's why Great we job, keep Bernie Pete. around. Thank Great you. Job. That's why we keep him around. He's got the uh, he's got the insights from the millennial generation. Um, I know I don't know why they keep me around, but uh, Neo apologized for insensitive comments. You know what this is about? Can you take a guess? He made insensitive comments about parents of transgender kids. I got to tell you, I watched the comments not even realizing that he had already caved, and um, I didn't find them to be offensive. He was just saying, like, what's going on? You know, kid comes to you, and the kid's like, I'm going to eat candy all day long. You're the parent. Are you going to do that? No, that's not good for the kid, so you don't, you don't let the kid eat candy all day long. But your, boy, your son comes to you, and at age six is like, yeah, I'm a girl, and you're going to be like, okay. And he's saying, no, you shouldn't do that. And then he caved. So he has now apologized because that's what you have to do, apparently. I mean, I guess you can rap at will about terrible things that you would like to do to females. All sorts of sexual subjugation, belittling, dehumanizing, like all that kind of behavior. That's all fine and good. Treat them as, you know, sexual objects. That's all fine and good. You could talk about murdering people, particularly law enforcement, you could do all of that. That's fine. But if you if you question whether a six year old boy can be a girl, that is that that's where the line is, right? And by the way, if you are looking for who has the power in any society or culture, you look at those who may not be criticized. They have the power. So, nay or sorry, neo. Why isn't it neo? Wouldn't it be like nay, like see me whip? And then see me nay nay. Isn't that how you spell the nay nay? Isn't it? N E? I think so. And with ye or yay, Kanye, Y E is yay or ye? Yay. I don't know. It's all so confusing. Oh, for the days when they just rapped about murdering cops. 
and abusing women. Oh, well, um, after much reflection, he says, I like I would like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with my comments on parenting and gender identity, said the singer, the Miss Independent singer. Is, I guess that's a song. Is that a song from Neo? Neo? Sorry, Neo? Is that a Neo song called Miss Independent? Well, that's problematic right there. Are you apologizing for the name of your song, too? You, you say Miss Independent. M-I-S-S. Uh, that's clearly a gender-specific prefix that you're applying to people. Do you know their prefix, their preferred prefixes? Prefixes is the plural, I believe. I have always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the LGBTQI plus community. Well, there is another problematic thing. Where's the, the, the two spirits? You didn't include two S in there. Why no two spirits? What's up with that? Not inclusive enough. He says, so I understand how my comments could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. Why, by saying that a boy is a boy? <laughs> and that you should not be telling your six-year-old boy that, yes, you're actually a girl, and, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and proceed down this path of hormone replacement uh, and uh, puberty blockers and maybe some surgeries that you'll never fully recover from. Yeah, your body will keep trying to heal the wounds that you inflict upon it during this uh, prepubescent period of time when you're making these life-altering decisions. No, I understand. Oh, totally. That, Yeah, that could be offensive to some parents that allow their children to do that, that maybe even encourage their kids to do that. This is why, remember last, uh, well, not last week, two weeks ago, I played a clip from Helen Joyce who talked about this very thing, like the, the parents of the transgender kids, they're, they're the one, this, this will never, this war will never end for them because it would, it would force them to acknowledge that they have done something to their kids. And they, they, so this is, they're going to be like the, what did you call them? Like the, uh, the Japanese soldiers on the islands, you know, that didn't know the war was over and they were just fighting until forever, you know? So uh, Neo says, gender identity is nuanced, and I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself on the top. Oh, of course, you got to go through the struggle session, the re-education facility, right? Got to check in. So I can approach future conversations with more empathy. He concluded the message, I lead with love and support everyone's freedom of expression, except my own, and pursuit of happiness. It comes a couple of days after the Grammy winner... 43 years old, said that he doesn't understand parents who allow their kids to make life-changing decisions about their gender identity at a young age. Hmm. So for not, so for saying that he doesn't understand why parents would let, would, would, would let their kids do this, he has now apologized for not understanding the parents. Hmm. He bent the knee. Um... He says, I feel like, oh, this is what he said on the interview. He said, I feel like the parents have almost forgotten what the role of a parent is. If your little boy comes up to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, you just let him rock with that? Oh, he also is, uh, the, he has a song called So Sick. That's also kind of problematic, right? I don't know what it's about, though. So uh, where did he get that? If you let this five-year-old little boy eat candy all day, he's going to do that. Like, 
When did it become a good idea to let a 5-year-old, a 6-year-old, a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision? Right, and for asking the most basic and obvious of questions, he has now had to apologize. He says, when did that happen? Like, I don't understand that. The father of seven said he grew up in an era when a man was a man and a woman was a woman. And that era was like until yesterday, basically. Um, he says there, are, there was two genders, uh, and that's just how I rocked. You could identify as a goldfish if you feel like that ain't my business. It becomes my business when you try to make me play the game. Precisely. Precisely. He, he was correct in his assessment. But apparently, the powers that be, they did not want him saying this stuff. And so he bent the knee. Um, he was recently compared to Nick Cannon, who has 12 children, when he shared a snap of himself posing with his brood of seven children on Instagram last month. Um, oldest daughter, 12. Okay, I don't know. This is going through the background. He's got, like, these different wives and the, okay, who's, all right, whatever. Uh accused uh, one of them accused him of cheating on her with numerous women through their decade-long relationship she filed for divorce um okay so all right so there you go so that's the end of the story and i let, let, let me uh hang on a second let me pull up the uh oh page six that's where this comes from page six um is that i think that's the new york post right or daily news i think it's the new york post and anyway, it's the um it's the tabloid gossip page page six or maybe this is the uk i forget i don't ever read this thing um yeah new york post holdings there you go so it is new york post see so i was right look at that i don't even read this thing i don't even follow this garbage site and um and i still know this stuff that's how pervasive in the culture page six is that even i one who doesn't care for this kind of material even i know this now there is a connection to nascar NASCAR suspended a driver, Noah Gregson. Never heard of the guy. He has been suspended indefinitely. The decision came after the driver appeared to have liked an insensitive meme. He clicked the thumbs up button on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, he, he or maybe it was Instagram. May have been Instagram. I don't care. He, he clicked a like. He liked a meme. It was a picture. Now, it's interesting, as I was trying to figure out what the meme was, what was this horrible thing that he clicked the like button, the thumbs up or the heart, whatever, the thing that he thought was humorous. What was it? Well, the news stories don't actually describe in total what the meme was. I shall tell you what the meme was. Wait a minute. My good friend Ray was here? Dang it! What do I... Oh. I... I specifically say... Don't break anything while I'm gone. And stuff is just... It broke all over the place. Dan Bishop... Gonna run for Attorney General. Another indictment of Trump. Right? The Devin Archer stuff. That, that dude that missed the kick... In the women's soccer match. Oh, come on. I kid. I kid. I kid. Okay. Uh, I will get to that email here about uh, my good friend Ray. But uh, first, let me get back to the uh, the Noah 
Gragson. So we got a Neo, a Neo and a Noah, and uh, they both bent the knee. NASCAR suspended Noah Gragson indefinitely because he liked an insensitive meme. So um, here is what uh, it was originally reported by TMZ, which is the Hollywood. You know what TMZ stands for? It's like I think it stands for three mile zone or two mile zone, which basically is uh, uh, a, a description of like where all of this stuff happens. It's a two mile or three mile zone. Or maybe it's 10 miles. I don't care. It's in proximity to Hollywood. So everything is around Hollywood. It is a very Hollywood-focused, Hollywood-centric website. Although they've now become popular and more widespread. And so they've started going into different areas. So anyway, TMZ reported this. Um, It's basically, whatever. You know what TMZ is. So Gregson apparently liked a post a meme that was on the social media uh, and he was like, oh, that's funny. I LOL'd. And so I liked it. And what you don't see is a description of the meme, which I think is, I don't know, kind of important, right? What, what is, what was it that he liked? What did he give the old thumbs up to? Well, the meme had to do with George Floyd. And, and and to the the legacy media outlets, the drive-bys, nothing else matters. The only thing that mattered was that it was a meme with George Floyd in it, his, his a picture of his head, his face. That's all that matters. You know what it, you know what the meme was? It's a terrible joke. I mean, not like terrible as in disgust. Well, I mean, it is kind of gross because it's you know a guy died, and it's using that death to make a joke, which there are people that traffic in that kind of humor all the time. I am not one of them. But people do tell these types of jokes about dead people, about horrific accidents and tragedies and stuff. People make jokes, have actually, for a very long time. And so what the meme is, is a picture of, uh, what is it, the Little Mermaid? You know, the, uh, yeah, that's the one with that the, the singing, dancing uh, lobster, right? That guy, Sebastian, I think is its name. And they they took George Floyd's face and they put it on that lobster's body. I think it's a lobster. Maybe a crab. I think it's a lobster, though. But they put it on his body. And you know the famous song that that character sang. What was it? Under the Sea, right? Under the Sea. Even I know this stupid song. Well, I mean, I just know that, like, the tune. I don't know any of the lyrics except Under the Sea. It's a fun song. It's, It's catchy. So they took George Floyd's face, they put it on the, the, the lobster body, and it says, under the knee. Under the knee. Joke. Bad joke. I don't find it funny. I wouldn't have liked it, given it a thumbs up or, a, or a, a heart or anything like that. But if you're young and immature and you find you know humor in tragedy, as a lot of people do, um, then... He gives it a like, made him laugh. It was a, it, it's a, it's just a joke. Ah, oh, there can be no just a jokes when it comes to St. George of Floyd. No, no jokes allowed. So simply liking the meme 
got this guy suspended from NASCAR indefinitely. Legacy, oh, he's been replaced by Josh Berry by the team. And Legacy Motor Club announced Gregson's suspension, saying his actions do not represent the values of our team. Okay, well, I'd be curious. What kinds of jokes do you guys tell in the garage, in the shop? What? It, I'd be kind of curious. When it's just you guys hanging out in the shop, what are some of the jokes that you tell? What makes you guys laugh? I'd be curious to know that. I mean, if you're telling us that it doesn't represent the values of our team, that he found some humor in this picture, this Photoshop picture, I'd like to know what what is the humor you guys tell. So maybe give us some examples. What are some of the what were some of the jokes that were told when it was just when it was just you chickens hanging out? Hmm? All right, more on that in a minute. First, let me tell you, the Heritage Life Skills event was fantastic. Every year, Bill and Jan Sturette organize the event to help people get educated on how to be prepared for anything. The Sturettes own Carolina Readiness Supply, 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials you'll need for any kind of emergency. Food, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies, because being prepared is just smart. The Heritage Life Skills event brings education and vendors from all over to help people do just that. I was honored to be able to be a small part of it. And whether you're an experienced prepper, have no clue what you're doing, or maybe you're somewhere in between, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you in Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? We're talking about knee bending, bending of the knees. It's not just for young people. Um, no, it's uh, Neo, 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 the singer, who had to apologize after wondering what's up with all this. These parents transing their kids, he had to apologize for that. And uh, Noah Gregson uh, is on in indefinite suspension from NASCAR because he clicked a thumbs up emoji on a meme, uh, and the meme was insensitive. Although, for some reason, they don't describe it in, like, any of the legacy media outlets. I saw it. I had to go find it. I went and found it, and I told you what it is. Because that's just me, you know. I'm a giver. Mark, welcome to the program. What's going on, sir? Hey, Pete, old buddy, buddy. Hey, how are uh, you, Mark? <laughs> Noah Gregson. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You know, you've worked in a newsroom. You know what gallows humor is all about. Indeed. I mean... I mean, it's, for heaven's sake, if people knew what went on in some newsrooms, they'd be, <laughs> if, if they're shocked by George, this about George Floyd, they'd get the vapors. Well, but, but here, anyway. but on the gallows humor, it, it's, it's the same thing that law enforcement does, same thing military does, doctors do. People make these jokes as defense mechanisms, as a way to cope through really terrible, you know, psychologically traumatizing events that that you that, that people build up these types of calluses. Right. But here's the thing about Noah Gregson being suspended indefinitely. Noah Gregson's running NASCAR Cup level this year partially. He's been running the lower level Xfinity series for several years. Mm-hmm. Last year, they were racing at Road America up in Wisconsin, which is a purpose-built road course. He was getting kind of, you know, elbows out with some guy, you know, going through the turns and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not giving you quite enough room and all the little bumping, you know, trading the paint and all that sort of thing. Well, they're running down a straightaway at probably close to over 100 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And he intentionally wrecks this guy before they go through an underpass for a bridge that goes over the track. Thirteen cars were involved. 
Nobody, fortunately, was injured or killed. But it wasn't Noah Gregson's fault they weren't. He didn't get suspended for a race. <laughs> no suspension for that activity. Right. None. Zero. Zip. But, boy, you better not give a thumbs up to something we don't like. Yeah. I mean, he endangered lives on right. the track. Everybody goes, well, that's just racing. Well, that's and in fact, that's to be uh, applauded, right? Because that's what a lot of fans want to see. Real, real fans don't want. To I agree. That. No, I agree. But you there know. are people that watch it for the wrecks, and so, and it makes the highlight reels. It makes all of the the sports casts and stuff, right? So there's there's this appetite for dare I call it gallows type of media, right? This is, I mean, think about it. Like, yeah. This is really risky behavior that people could have died and people are slowing down to look at the, the, the traffic accident. And yet you can't, but you can't give a, a heart emoji. You can't like or laugh at some meme because it is verboten. That's it. This is the, the, the person or the story or the issue that you cannot criticize or critique in any way except in a positive form. Well, he gets he doesn't get suspended for endangering really actually endangering people's lives. Right. But he does get it suspended for having the wrong opinion. Exactly. That's the bottom line. Right. Anyway. And, and then he came out and apologized. Did he ever apologize for wrecking everybody? Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> right. well, he was very unapologetic. Oh, there you go. Very so very unapologetic. Right. So no apology for almost killing people, but apologizing for yeah. laughing at a at a meme. And the apology for this is not going to get him anywhere anyway. It never does. Yeah. You know. Well, did you, you see who one of his sponsors? Phone. Did you see one of his sponsors is Black Rifle Coffee Company? <laughs> uh, I won't say anything more. Okay, there you are. All right, Mark. Uh, yes, sir. I appreciate it, buddy. Good to hear from you. Bye-bye. All right, see you. Um, no, Black Rifle, Cof- uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Remember, they're the ones... That turned and and I just saw another clip of them from over the weekend. I want to say, or maybe before the weekend, where their CEO is once again. Oh no, I'm sorry, that was Harry's razors. Yeah, that was Harry's razors. He he was saying some stupid woke stuff because um, they've gone woke too. So by the way, if you if you used Harry's razors because they advertised on conservative media, just know this: they hate you. Okay, just a heads up on that: they hate you. Um, so don't. You, you shouldn't really patronize a company that hates you like that. So, um, yeah, that's I don't. I, uh, I I actually ordered from I hate Harry's. That's that. That's where I got my razors. I don't use a lot of razor. I got a goatee going, so it's just and I I shave like every third day, basically, whether I need it or not. And uh, and so yeah, I went and did the. Uh, that's Jeremy Boring's uh, company that he started in response to Harry's razors, who canceled and attacked. They canceled their advertising buy on uh, the Daily Wire over something Ben Shapiro said or something like that. And then they then they tried to uh, they tried to whip up a boycott of the company. So after they got all of their clients from them or whatever, and then they were like, oh, no, we're against. I think it was over the transgender issue, something. I don't know. And so they tried to uh, to organize other advertisers and tried to get people to boycott the other advertisers. And that's when Boring was like, oh, no. Like that, you don't get to do that. And so he launched his own razor company, and uh, it's called I Hate Harry's. And so that's where I get mine. Anyway, um, HP says uh, on Twitter, it's a Pete tweet, says, Pete, let's see if NASCAR fans pull a Bud Light. There's, there's a very good, uh, there's a very good question. 
Will they? Will NASCAR suffer some of the blowback that we saw with Bud Light? I don't know. So here's what uh, here's what Gregson said. "Quote: I am disappointed in myself for my lack of attention and actions on social media." I understand the severity of this situation, right? The wrecking of the people, that's, n- that's not a severe situation. Nor was, it, uh, uh, was he disappointed in his own lack of attention or his actions. No, no, no. He says, I love and appreciate everyone except people I race against. I try, no, I'm kidding. He didn't say that last part. He says, I love and appreciate everyone. I try to treat everyone equally, no matter who they are. I messed up plain and simple. So there you go. And here is how, um, yeah, here's how NBC News reported it. Gregson's apparent like of the post was reported Saturday by TMZ, which published a screenshot that appeared to show it coming from an account belonging to Gregson. The meme shows a photo of Floyd's face and includes a reference to his death. On May 25th, 2020, after a white Minneapolis officer knelt on Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes, Floyd, who was black, had been stopped by officers investigating a report of somebody passing a counterfeit $20 bill at a market. Video of his agonizing death touched off a summer of love, uh, sorry, protests across the nation and state and federal prosecution of the four officers involved was successful. That's the way they describe the meme, which isn't a really, that's not even a description of the meme. It's a description of George Floyd and the protests, which they describe as just a summer of protests. Fiery, but mostly peaceful. Um, Let me see here. Stan says, Pete, let's get one thing straight up front. Noah Gregson wasn't suspended because he did something that didn't represent the team's values. If so, have them produce that agreement in writing. That'll be as vague as possible. There is, yeah, there was a reference to something. It says uh, he violated... Stock Car Racing's member conduct section of the rules, which states in part that members should not publicly disparage people based on their background, which he didn't do. He didn't disparage anybody or not at least of which because of their background. Um, he was suspended because he did something that violated the values of some of their corporate sponsors. Secondly, if he had liked a meme that mocked Jesus, he'd have been praised. Never mind that it offended almost all their fans. As long as you don't offend the people with the money, you are okay. Next race, NASCAR needs to look out at the parking lots and infield and see a, a sea of rebel flags, in essence saying freedom of speech isn't selective. You don't tell us what opinions we can have. Tick off all your fans and see what where that leads you. Come on, NASCAR. Learn the lessons from the Bud Light controversy there's another one all right now you've heard me talk about them old grouches military surplus they're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic u.s military surplus items go to oldgrouch.com check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop unique really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles tim at old grouches is always finding new stuff when i started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic my first advertiser was old grouches if you enjoy the show and derive any value from it i'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor there really is something for everyone at old grouch's military surplus in beautiful downtown clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. so here's a message from russ on the black rifle coffee guys um they are despicable says russ 
They actively hate and work against the same people they target with their brand and marketing. Plus, they're just creepy schmucks. So, okay. Um, I, I don't know about that uh, last part. Uh, uh, I don't know them. But, yeah, they, they don't seem to like their clients very much, their customers, which is weird. But what do I know? I do know that some blue hair uh, uh, political activist missed uh, some sort of a, a scoring opportunity at kickball. And a lot of people seem very, very, very happy or very sad about it. Uh, so I figured I would give you all of the inside information as only I can. Uh, this is actually from hotair.com at a piece uh, called Megan Rapin. No. Rapino, sorry. Megan Rapino laughs as she eliminates U.S. women's soccer team from World Cup competition. Now, I don't know if it was sort of like the evil genius <laughs> kind of laugh. I don't know if that's the way she did it. It doesn't seem like it. I watched the video. But she says the U.S. or Karen Townsend says the U.S. women's soccer team has been eliminated from the 2023 FIFA World Cup competition. So to me, the headline here was that, holy cow, there was a soccer tournament going on. I was unaware. But Megan Rapino missed making a goal in a shootout that ended in a 5-4 to four victory for Sweden over the United States. Oh, my gosh. So first, Sweden kicks our tail at the COVID response and now soccer. Right. Oh, my gosh. Like, we have so fallen. Um so apparently this was a soccer game match, a match, soccer match, soccer match that uh, that that ended zero uh, zero, which is really exciting. I mean, there's nothing better than watching a soccer match where no points break out. Right. So zero zero. And then they go to an exciting version of the or a portion of the game where they're like, OK, you guys can't score. So. Uh, we're going to make it as easy as possible. You just stand right in front of the net and just kick the ball at the net. And um, that then there were like five, I guess, I don't know how many people shoot. Is it five or four? Or I guess it's five because Sweden, they got five of their goals in, right? Because because you literally stand in front of the net and just kick the ball at the net. And I mean, they yes, they have a goalie there, but the goalie, like they have to decide, like, do I jump left or right? And they decide that like beforehand, and then you just like kick the other direction, and it's a pretty easy thing to do. It's so easy, actually, that this uh, this player with the blue hair, uh, who's now retired, because that's what happens. Like when you get older, you get the blue hair, and you retire. And so she's retired, uh, or retired after this game, and uh, she apparently always makes her goals. She always is able to kick the ball into the goal when you put it right in front of the goal and put one person in her way. She's able to always do this. I mean, that's what she says. She claims that she's always able to do it. And that's why she was laughing when she missed the entire goal. I mean, didn't even hit a crossbar, didn't hit the post. It wasn't blocked by the goalie, nothing. It just went way like off into the uh, into the crowd. Just completely bricked it. She was so she was unable to score the goal and that meant that they lost 5 to 4. Because the Swedes, they got five of their goals in. So I guess they get, do they take six shots on goal? Is that how that works? Is it six players first? And you you, you take turns, one, 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 one each. You know, you just kind of go, anyway. And so because she missed, they lost five to four in overtime. Sudden death or whatever it's called.
shootout. Uh, she eliminated her team from the competition, and she smiled. She was one of three U.S. players. Okay, so there's seven kicks. There you go. Seven kicks. She was one of three U.S. players to miss a penalty in a shootout after the game and was scoreless in regular time and in extra time. So they played extra time, and and they still were unable to score. For the first time in the team's history, the U.S. national team left the competition in the round of 16 teams. So there's 16 teams that were left playing. She said, quote, when they were asked about, um, like, why, like, why you missed and why were you smiling? And she said, it was a sick joke. That's why I had that smile on my face. Like, you got to be bleeping kidding me. I mean, she's, you know, this is for the kids. So she says, you got to be bleeping kidding me. I'm going to miss the penalty? I honestly can't remember the last uh, time I missed a penalty. Not in a game for a very long time. But that's the way it goes. I've definitely thought about that before. It's always a possibility when you step up there. But I thought I was going to make it. I thought everyone was going to make it. So blowback on social media came quickly uh, because it looked like she was laughing about it in her very last kick in the last game of her career. And she's retiring now. And Karen Townsend at HotAir.com says, good riddance. She has been toxic for the team. She chose to be a political activist and took her activism onto the soccer field. The pitch, ma'am. It's called the pitch. She took a knee during the national anthem when that was popular. Which, by the way, so now you got all of the, the people on the right that are like, good riddance, as Karen Townsend is. Like, couldn't happen to a nicer political hack. And then you get the pushback. Republicans are pouncing. They are seizing on, on Rapinoe's smiling uh, after she missed the kick. Right? Yes, Republicans are pouncing because this player put her politics above the sport and made that the most interesting thing about her, uh, beside the color of her hair on any given day. But that's the thing that she wanted everybody to focus on, and she wanted you to know that her politics were decidedly antagonistic towards America. So when you are representing America and you lose, good. I don't want you as my representative. That's what that response is. She picked a fight, and now people are celebrating that bad things happened to her. I mean, not like life-altering things, right? She missed a goal. And then she gets all weepy. And then they asked her, looking back over your career, what's the thing that you... Uh, anything stand out? What's the biggest memory or whatever? And you know what she says? Equal pay. That the fact that she was able to shake down soccer officials so she could get paid the same amount of money as the dudes who bring in way more money than she does, which is really not a surprise because she misses, like, the penalty kick. So, you know what? Nobody wants to see her. <laughs>